0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. C'est Simon Marcel, Simon Marcel in English. Uh, welcome to The Rendezvous. It is a crazy time. The universe is upside down. Uh, we need good vibes. We need, you know, keep the faith, and we are. But I'll I'll just say something. A friend of mine called me yesterday, married for 20 years, loves his wife, loves, loves his wife. But, you know, the confinement is so hard. He said, you know... I We don't know how to communicate anymore. I said, you know, I said, my wife is just exhausted. I'm exhausted. We need help. What do you think we could do? And I gave him the phone number of a wonderful therapist in Chicago, one of the best ever. And I said to him, I said, listen, at some point, just like when you hurt your arm, you go see your arm doctor. When your couple is in pain, go see a therapist. Really, it's my advice. If things are too hard, too long, don't let it, thinking it's going to go back to normal. You need to do the work. So he was glad I gave him that advice, and I know he called her, and things will be better from them. Uh, if you have any question now for me, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jen.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour. What's going on with the parents of your girlfriend? What's the issue? How can I help you?
2: Okay, so um, currently um, I'm living in, like, an in-law apartment at my fiancé's parents' house, and um, we're getting married in October. And Oh, good. Um, yeah, thanks. And she's um, really close to her family, and um, mm-hmm. I would like to not live in the in-law suite once we get married. And, you know, her parents really rely on her around the house, and and I think she's really nervous leaving, and it's starting to take... A really big toll on us having them so close and I don't know how to break to her gently without her freaking out that we just need our own space
1: got you you've talked about it with her right
2: I've mentioned it um, definitely about you know looking for a house and she's even mentioned maybe we can buy my parents house and they can live in the in-law seat and then that took kind of a a bad turn Um, so I've tried to drop hints
1: okay What is the right compromise? You know, because you know her better than me. What do you think, if you were her, now that you know her and we know the issue, what do you think is a fair compromise?
2: Um, I would say, like, I was hoping for maybe, you know, 15 minutes away, like maybe in the town next door or the other side of town, but just not right on top of each other where I feel like we're going to see them every day and where they can just call her and, like, monopolize her time with all of the
1: things that they want her to do. Um, okay. How do you think she would react if you said, you know, let's get a house, say five or ten minutes away from your parents, so we have our own privacy, we need it for our couple, we need it for, you for know, us. If we don't have privacy, if we don't have this intimacy in terms of time and space, it's detrimental to our relationship and later on your marriage. So, so do you think she would understand if you said that?
2: I think that's a good way to put it, actually, with like a lack of intimacy or like it kind of disrupting our intimacy. I think that's a good, good way to put it.
1: Exactly. Because, listen, when she's close to her parents, emotionally and psychologically, the daughter in her is more present. When you guys are just the two of you, it's like two women adult you know, loving each other, and not daughters, but women, adult women. So that's very important. So tell her it's not against you, against your parents, against anyone. I think it would be great if we looked for a house online first, and you show different houses, and she shows you houses, and then you protect your relationship.
2: I think that's a good point. I think you're right.
1: Well, Jen, I think it's a great talk to have, and good luck with everything, and congrats on getting married in October.
2: Thank you, and thank you so much for your help.
1: You're welcome, Jen. That's what I'm here for, and have a good night.
2: Good night, Simon.
1: Coming up, I am going to answer an Instagram DM question I got from Ike about his ex-girlfriend. I really want to help him, so his question is next. I just received an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio, by the way. If you have any question for me, at Rendezvous Radio. That's where everything goes, and then my producer, Jill, shows it to me. And like for Ike now, we're going to answer. So Ike is saying this. He's saying, Simon... I dated this wonderful pretty girl for a year and then she broke up with me. She got into a new relationship two weeks later and now she's back telling me how much she missed me and wants us back. Even though I still love her, should I accept her into my life again? It's a great question, Ike. Should you take your ex again when you guys are broken up once? Let's talk about that next. Question for you, what would you do if you were Ike? Um, He dated this wonderful pretty girl for a year, she broke up with him, she got into a new relationship two weeks later, but now she's back asking him to take her back, and he's wondering, even though he still loves her, should he take her back into his life again, or no, he doesn't know. Here's my answer, Ike. If you love somebody, and they want to come back to you, I say you have nothing to lose to open your arm, because... We all make mistakes, we all learn, and I think it's a great conversation to have. Um, I just don't know why she broke up with you, but I'm always on the side of love. And I think that second chance are important aspect of life, in, in all sides of life, a second chance. And if she wants to be back with you, she misses you, it's all about the conversation you're going to have with her before they decide. Okay? Good luck with that talk and decide what's good for you. And now you call that next. If you want to light up a little bit of my night and, and when I look outside my window, because I do the show from home and we all, you know, the team from home and I, I see outside, it's dark. So if you want to light up the universe, I think if you could share a romantic story, I could hear something that you or your partner does for each other, uh, it would make me very happy. Eight five five nine zero five. 8255, and I've got Imani here. Imani, bonjour.
0: Bonjour, Simon. Uh, It's so good to hear your voice.
1: (laughs) Good to hear your voice, too. So I understand you have a romantic partner that does something very special and personal for you. What is it?
0: It is. It's very special to me. Maybe it wouldn't be as special to some people, but um, he, he always makes sure that there's enough of something for me in the fridge. So he won't eat all of something or he won't drink all of something. And he'll leave me, like, at least a third of it. <laughs> and it, it just really means a lot to me, you know. He's, like, always thinking about making sure that I'm taken care of, even if it is his food, you know. And I think it's really sweet.
1: How does that make you feel?
0: Oh, it just makes me feel taken care of and not like an afterthought, Like like I'm important, you know, and... Even when he's eating or drinking, he'll make sure that he he says something for me. And even if I don't end up don't wanting it, like he'll still have it. But just the thought of like, hey, honey, do you want this? Or I say something for sure. if you want it means a lot, you know.
1: <laughs> well, listen, um, you know, sharing is caring. Caring is loving. Now, can I ask you something? What do you do for him romantically? So he does that. Do you surprise him with mm-hmm. some, special meals, or do you do, you do extra stuff? What, what's, what's your language of love?
0: Yes, I do cook and I've been cooking even more than normally during um this quarantine. Quarantine. And yeah. so I I cook a lot, but also it's like sometimes I like to place out like a fresh towel for him before he showers or something like oh, that. Oh I like that. You know. I wish somebody did that, that for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It is All right. I think it really makes him feel
1: good too. Little details. All right. Thank you so yeah. much, Imani. And And thank you for bringing that little touch of romance in my show. I appreciate it, and I wish you a good night.
0: Thank you so much, Simon.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. You know, this leads to a great question. How do you make your partner feel important? That's the topic I want to talk about it next. I don't know if you heard my last call with Imani when she said that she was very touched because her partner always left for her in the fridge whatever he was having whether it's a drink, whether it's food. I said to her, how does that make you feel? And she said, it makes me feel important. And I thought that word is is really another great definition of romance. Make your partner feel important. And then she said, you know, that makes me feel special and all that. So I go, how do you make your partner feel important? What is it you can do to make your partner feel special, important, and, and really the heart of your life? Right? That's something that we all have to ask ourselves. So coming up next, I'm going to tell you how. How do you make your partner feel important? Here's my answer on this one. It all depends how well you know your partner. Because only you know what she or he likes. It's only you who knows that he or she likes that kind of food, that kind of little details. Uh, a fresh towel after shower for him or for her, a soup in winter, right? There's little details. Because if you can't answer this question I'm asking you now, how do you make your partner feel important and how do your partner makes you feel important? That means there's a lack of communication that needs to be addressed so that you really know each other. And if you really know each other, you will know how to make your partner feel very important and very special. So let's see if you have the answer to that. You call that next. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Florana.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on in your life? How can I help you?
0: Oh, um, well, my, my boyfriend and I broke up about a year ago. Um, it was uh-huh. really, really tough because we'd been together for like five years. But it's over. Um, I'm okay. But I just found out that my best friend is dating him, seriously. They're completely in love. Yeah. And I'm hurt, but I -hmm. guess I'm just trying to figure out how I should react to this. You know, it's a weird situation.
1: It is. No, I can imagine. Tell me how does that make you feel?
0: Well, they weren't cheating. So I'm glad that there wasn't that level of betrayal. But they kept it from me for like three months because she was you know, scared that I would want to end our friendship. So that feels like a betrayal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, do you feel more upset at him or at her? Her. Mm-hmm.
0: She knew just how hard that, that breakup was on me.
1: So here's an idea, because mm-hmm. I believe in the universe. You see, the thing, Flohanna, is that I believe the universe has a plan for each of us. That okay. is, we broke up for a reason and you're going to find Mm -hmm. your person soon. But if the universe wanted your ex-boyfriend to be in love with your best friend, it's a more powerful strength than our own hurt. And we have to embrace the universe, because if we don't embrace it for them, then we don't believe it for ourselves, right? So it's like, for me, I get it, the the, the fact that it's really frustrating and upsetting, but I look at it and I go, okay, if the universe decided a year later for them to be together, that's what the destiny is, I embrace Mm -hmm. it. It is not against me. It's not against you, Florana. It's the power of love. And the power of love is stronger than the power of friendship. Now, for you, I think the less you see them, the better. You live your life and you remember, that's not against me. And if they're happy and maybe one day they have a family, you know, I have no regrets because me and this guy were not meant to be together.
0: No, you're right. That's so true. And I think I feel that. I just Mm -hmm. needed someone to say
1: it. Exactly. Thank so you. you are liberated mm-hmm. and to find somebody else that will be your person, and the universe will bring you that person too. I have no doubt.
0: Oh, thank you. That's such good advice. Liberation. I didn't think about it that
1: way. And many people, by the way, who are together now shouldn't be together and are, you know, stopping the flow of love because instead of going through the emotional breaking up like you did and be liberated, they stay together and then wasting time. So yeah. you are liberated to find your person very soon.
0: Liberated to find my person. God, thank yeah. you so much, Simon.
1: Anytime, Florana. That's what I'm here for. Thank you for your call and thank you for your trust. Have a good night. You too. Liberation. What do I mean by that in a relationship? Next. So... My last caller, Florana, you know, was upset because her ex of a year ago, they broke up a year ago, uh, is now dating her best friend. She's hurt. Um, we both agreed that the universe is a very powerful energy that made that happen for them, and she's now liberated. And she said, liberation, you know, I feel liberated. Yes, what does that mean, liberation in a relationship? It means that there are a lot of people that should not be together today and they're still together. They'll break up next month, two months from now. Whenever the universe has it for them, they won't be together. They'll be liberated. And why is it so important to be liberated from the wrong relationship? Why? Why, why, why being able to be liberated is key? Let me explain to you my theory next. If you're in a relationship right now listening to me, do you think you would want to be liberated from your partner now or not. And I say that because my last caller, Fiorana, who broke up a year ago and and found out her best friend is dating her ex, uh, understood that she is liberated from that guy who is not her person. And why I mean by so many people right now should not be together still. It's because they will break up a year from now, six months from now, a month from now, or next week. And so the more we block the universe energy the more the right people are not finding the right person, right? Because other people are stuck in relationships they shouldn't be in. And liberating yourself from the wrong relationship is the best thing you can do for yourself and for other people. Liberation. It allows the energy of the universe to put the people who should be together together. I'm a huge believer in trying to connect. I'm also a huge believer to disconnect when it's not the right person and not to be afraid of liberation. At least that's what I think. You call that next. You feel like sharing? You feel like sharing a personal romantic story? Call the rendezvous. 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Cali.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, and welcome to the rendezvous. I know you and your husband have kind of a romantic routine once in a while. Tell me about that.
3: We do. We have been married for a very long time. And um, we don't have any control over this. When it happens, it's just like this feeling that pops up. If um, we've been um, separated for a few hours even, say, um, and we're walking toward each other to meet up again, um, sometimes it happens to him, sometimes to me. And when it happens to me, it feels like I'm walking like through a tunnel and all everything that's around me now, all the years that we've spent together are like falling away. And I see him at the end of the tunnel as, like, the person I fell in love with. And it's like all of the other stuff that we've been through doesn't matter. And it's, it's I guess it's sort of I'm seeing him with new eyes. And mm-hmm. he has sort of described it the same way. It's never happened to us both at the same time, which I think would be really awesome. But, but <laughs> um, he's had the same thing. And when it happens to him, he'll say, like... Um, It's as if I was walking toward my young bride again after all these years. And it's just the coolest thing, Simon. I can't even tell you the feelings that it gives us. And um, as I said, we have no control over it. It's random, and it doesn't happen a lot. But when it does, it's such a kick.
1: (laughs) I mean... Kali, the universe has a power on those things. It's unbelievable. Just tell me in your own words, how does that make you feel? You. How does that make you feel each time it happens?
2: Oh,
3: wow. It's such a rush because, um, as I said, all of the little tiny things, um, you know, of your day-to-day life just disappear. And all I see is him at the end of this space between us. And it's like I want to run to him. Um, and it's funny because when we got married, I felt like I wanted to run up the aisle to him too. You know, that's how much I wanted to marry him. And so that's how it feels. And it's very powerful and it's wonderful. And when we get together, we could see it on each other's faces. He'll say, Oh, did you have that thing? And I'll say, yes, it's awesome, Simon. And I don't know how, how it comes from, but I think you're right about the universe.
1: Oh, totally. It's the universe that that makes those things happen. Thank you so much, Kelly, for sharing that beautiful story. and, And I wish you and your husband a wonderful night.
3: Thank you so much, Simon. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So to finish the show, I have this question for you. I think very relevant. Has your relationship gotten more or less stressful since quarantine? Let's talk about that next. Question for you. Has your relationship gotten more or less stressful since quarantine began? It's a good question because I've heard a lot about friends about this. So I want to know what you thought. Posted on social media at Rendezvous Radio. Please follow the show. We like it when you follow the show at Rendezvous Radio. 57% of you voted way more stressful, and 43% said less stressful. I like that. But from all my friends, Everybody's more stressed than less, so it shows that my friends are limited samples because 43% of you said less stressful, and that's good news. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you for trusting me with your love stories. Thank you for being with me tonight, et bonsoir.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.